Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the MatchNet podcast, the only podcast in the world for single, as Benji say, folks. I still don't get used to that name, but as for single brothers and sisters from the unification community who are here to learn more about the matching and blessing. Uh, today we have a very important guest uh, from in the United States and Argentina. This is a match couple who received the blessing in the last blessing in 2023 this year. And yeah, welcome. And I will let them introduce themselves a little bit. Welcome, Araceli and David. Hello. Thank you. Thank you so much for for having us. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for having us. Um, just like a brief introduction, um, Araceli, I'm from Argentina. I'm 25 years old and I'm still in college, and as you said, we just got the blessing this year. <laughs> Name is uh, David from uh, Las Vegas, 29. Yeah, same. We do the blessing this year. That's wonderful. So today they are gonna open up their hearts in this episode and share with us all their conflicts before, throughout, and uh, their matching process. And it's, it's going to be very exciting. So I will leave the space to Araceli to start her part of the story, uh, their amazing story. Yeah, it was it was um, a whole thing that required a lot of effort, <laughs> a lot of commitment and a lot of steps that you need to go through, right, to become a matching candidate. And, and yeah, um, and then it was just a long wait. <laughs> For a while until uh, 2020, where I had my first communication process, um, where I got actually to talk with a brother, and I mentioned this because this first communication process was the first like foundation to get ready and and really prepare myself to the matching process that I eventually went through with David. Yeah, it was it was hard, but it it really made me. Um, grow a lot in terms of empathy, in terms of communication and listening skills as well with this person and opening my my mind to a different culture altogether, to a different way of talking. And it was really the a very important step um, in hindsight, hindsight, right, um, for my matching process with David. And uh, from my perspective, um, I was living. I would say matching and blessing felt like something so far away for me. Even later on, on the age of 26, 27, I was like, oh, I'm, this is probably never going to happen because uh, I, my mind is messed up or because I'm not worth or or because, you know, I have self-doubts uh, of my uh, uh, low self-esteem. So there's a lot of those things that I knew that I had to begin my journey on. Many things helped to 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 get to that um conclusion that i want to be more intentional with my life and not not uh not say react to life um as i have for so many years and um after a couple of uh, workshops of maybe well, many workshops 24 plus those were all very helpful to kind of uh introduce the idea of of uh, matching and blessing and um and that's kind of all that the combination of all of that, and then developing a, a great a great relationship with my matching advisor, that uh, I at the time was not my matching advisor, 
it was like a, um, an older brother from the movement um, that uh, that I began to to see that I this could be possible matching and blessing was possible. And Araceli, you you were mentioning a lot about like things that you learned that help you understand more about the matching process. Your previous, uh, yeah, communication. Can you share one or two key things that you learned from that previous process? Yeah, the main issue was that I didn't trust my feelings about you know my you know my gut feeling about you know whether this process is actually right for me or not because I thought you know my gut is fallen nature or something like that right my my instincts are not right so why should I follow them but I realized that actually because I was so um I was I had this goal right of having a good matching process having a good blessing having a good family um and and I and I have a, a very close relationship with God so I I realized why shouldn't I trust my instincts if I'm so connected with God if I'm so connected with this ideal that is aligned with God. So then I realized that I wanted to, that I needed, not only wanted, but I needed to trust my instincts because so far they were pretty on point. <laughs> and and yeah, and you know, God speaks to you in many different ways, right? Um, so that was one of the main things that I said myself, I'm going to really be intentional about who I even talk to. And, you know, if I have to, you know, um, decide and not to talk to anyone um, just based on the profile that's okay you know and just I allowed myself that uh, that possibility and yeah one one other thing that then it's related to what I learned from my matching process was um, that I wanted to choose the person right as I was saying before um, and so but I wanted to choose knowing that God was there knowing that God was okay with my decision, right? And so something that I had to learn was to trust that God is in the matching process, right? And is with me and it God wants me to be happy. God wants the best for me, right? And so even though intellectually we know that, I had to I had to have an experience with that in order to feel that and and really have that certainty in my all, you know, basically in my whole body uh to to know that God is in this match, in whatever matching process I'm at, because He wants the best for me, right? And eventually, it's gonna happen. Eventually, I'm gonna go to the blessing. You know, whomever this person is, maybe it's not David, maybe it's somebody else. It doesn't matter. God is here, right? And I can trust that God wants the best for me. And that that was the, a very important experience that I needed to have. Um, that opened my mind a bit more, and and just let me led me to a, a more balanced um, position, let's say, because yes, I'm going to choose, but then I also need to give it the opportunity, right? And and just to trust that God is in the matching process. Wow. Yeah. So you guys have to tell me the second part of the story. Yeah. Like... I'm like, <laughs> where do I? <laughs> um. Okay, my perspective from before to the main battle that I had was developing a relationship that I can trust. And then once I was was able to basically ask as many questions as I um, had in my heart and kind of like talk those feelings through and saying, and then um, being able to build this relationship and trust, 
then with that trust i was like okay this person has no ulterior motives or this person is not you know manipulating me or or they just genuinely want the best for me they don't really care if it's this person or the next person like i want the best for you in, in, in my case that relationship of trust that you need to develop with who that that was i would say at the at the at that moment and um was with the matching advisor because i was kind of more more focused on the blessing um although i also need to work on my other my my, my relationship my family my parents it, it's, that's all crucial and important that got better um as as um on that topic did i answer your question i don't i don't yeah 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 so it sounds like you needed the foundation of this uh, having a uh, a relationship with trust with a parent figure, either your parents or your matching supporter. And that became your foundation to be able to trust someone else for the matching process. Yes. And additionally, adding to that, the matching advisor, supporter, knowing the other candidate very well. Mm. Not only knowing just me, but also having a long, um, you know, knowledge base or long relationship with the other family so that they can actually you know say like oh you guys are compatible like um there's it's a no-brainer thing let's uh, see if you guys can start a conversation to see if you guys are 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 willing to to communicate just to clarify so my matching advisor um it's sandra lowen and his matching advisor is john lowen so <laughs> they they are not only they knew each other right they also knew me as well and they mm -hmm. knew david as well so that was a very big uh thing for us as well because i think that knowing for for us knowing the fact that you know this recommendation comes from a place that of from a person that knows me knows and wants the best for me and also knows this other person and wants the best for this other person um and that was like a very strong um i don't know vote of confidence basically to to um be open to this person as well right nice yeah. so you guys receive the recommendation you say yes what sh what happened afterwards and what kind of conflicts started to arise we had that first communication. Um, like our first call was with our parents, uh, his parents, my parents, and uh, John and Sandra Lowen. Um, so it was a very, <laughs> it wasn't really that deep of a conversation. It was just like the first sight, right, kind of thing. Um, but after that, we we actually started communicating together, right, uh, on virtually, of course, um, and so we started to have conversations that were really deep really confrontational in a sense because they were very um they went to the you know point of the problems of like you know what are some of the mistakes that you have done or what is your history in general and and we were trying to be very um conscientious about you know responding all of the matching handbook questions and first and then then after that we started going deeper into it um and actually, at the beginning, I would say, yeah, you can correct me, David, but at the beginning, the, the first like 21st day communication period and even afterwards, it, it was a very smooth, you know, it was flowing. The conversation was very comfortable. We were talking a lot, you know, and every com in every call, it was like a long time, um, a long conversation. And for me, that first period, 
process, that, that first stage, let's say, of our communication process was very smooth and, and it was very like uh, enjoyable even. And we were talking a lot and we were sharing videos and, and, and things that were like, oh, look at this about romance and 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 look at this about relationships. And, and we were sharing, you know, Jordan Peterson videos and so many other things, you know, and it was very, uh, yeah, it was flowing. It was very comfortable. That's how I felt during that first uh, stage. And then the conflicts began when we went to meet in person, <laughs> actually. <laughs> but you can correct me, David. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I could say it was a, that was, that was the feeling for me too. Mm. Yeah. So going on, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, what happened when you guys met in person? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it sounds like everything was great. And then what happened? Yeah. Yeah. So, so one thing that, that I forgot to mention that the first thing that I tell David was that I didn't want to be in a matching communication process more than five months <laughs> because I was already a bit tired about the whole thing because the previous communication had been like very long. So I said, I think that we should be able to decide, you know, whether this person is right or wrong for me very early on. Right. So I, I, I won't, you know, be more than five months in the communication process. And that's like, that is non-negotiable for me. Uh, so because of that, then meeting in person was very important for me. Right. And, and I knew that it needed to happen and it needed to happen as soon as we could right and so because the conversation was flowing so well I thought there's not going to be an issue right when we meet in person and it so happened that it was the end of the year and he was going to go to Brazil and I always you know when we can my family and I we tried a vacation in Brazil because my mom yeah is from Brazil so so I was um, when he said that he, when he mentioned that he was going to Brazil, I thought, oh, we could totally meet because I'm going to be in Brazil. We can make uh, the time to meet. It was, it was going, you know, and we were going to meet on um, Christmas, actually. And by, and also the end of the year, we were going to spend together. And I, I really don't, don't recommend that <laughs> because it puts a lot of pressure, right? In, you know, you're meeting this person for the first time and adding to it, you are inviting this person to a family event, right? And it can be very uh, overwhelming. And I thought about that <laughs> and I asked him, are you okay with, you know, spending these holidays with my family? And, you know, we also spend the holidays with other families. Are you, are you okay with that? And I was like, yeah, 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 of course, of course, no problem. <laughs> we met literally on the 24th. And in 24th in Latin America is the big party, right? Because uh, I know Christmas is different in America. So we were, um, we were, people were waiting for us to appear in this like um, dinner party, right? And we were waiting for David. And, you know, once we meet, we meet because of some uh problems with the the planes and and many other things that happened uh he literally arrived at <laughs> sao paulo uh and then he came we met 5 minutes and we went then we went to the dinner party <laughs> so that was terrible <laughs> oh wow and yeah that was that was very hard um eventually for him and then he can explain but then yeah, so that our first meeting was literally on that dinner party. And he was not only meeting me, he was meeting my family and then other church families as well, right? Other blessed families. Yeah. I could add to that that um, before that, 
going into the matching process and matching everything was new to me. So I was very cautious. I'm very cautious and I always second guess myself and I'm always very this I have this habit of being indecisive and in and, and some sort of you know they're you know being careful type of way. And um and that that kicked in when I was like, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna meet, let's communicate. Like we never know unless we talk. But you know, this is this is we're we're just we're just meeting, getting to know as brothers and sisters. Nothing is confirmed yet. We're not committed. We're not gonna be in a match so that so we, we can have a conversation and see um how it goes, right? And I was like, okay, yeah, that's that's that. Let's just let's let's let's. But I just had to be there. Let's go there, and then I'll be there, and we'll we'll see what happens. And then once I once I got there, I was like, oh shoot, this is this is looking like a, a like a hard commitment. Like like this is this is it. Like if 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 you, if you go through like and meet all her family and relatives, and then say, hey, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, or whatever. And then I'm like, oh shoot, like. Like, what am I doing? Like, this is, this is like, this is very serious. Like, hold on. This is a life decision. I need to rethink all this before I, I get myself too deep. And <laughs> so that was all going in my head. And, um, but, uh, so, so, so that was a, so that was a big thing I needed to get, I need to get over. Um, so I, I guess that was the first, that hit me hard when I, when I, when I first got there, but the type of communication that we were having virtually was, you know, very honest, very open. And as I was saying, it felt very comfortable. So I thought, okay, this is going to be easy, right? Because, you know, it should translate easily, but it wasn't translating, you know, easily into the reality of physical <laughs> and in-person communication. And so he was having all this, you know, inner dialogue and I wasn't aware of it, like at all. He, it, and really felt, and you could see David, and it felt like he was completely comfortable with how everything was going, right? And so in my mind, I was like, okay, he's okay with it. <laughs> so we can, you know, we can go with it, and then we're okay. And I didn't know what was going on. Um, and that's when the first, like, conflict started, where we weren't able to talk, right? The same way that we were talking in, in virtually. And he had wanted to meet my parents, by the way. <laughs> I thought I want to meet you, right? I want to know who you are in person, uh, without you know any pressures, without my parents, without your parents, you know. Just want to know, yeah. I just want to meet you, you know. And that wasn't happening because he was avoiding <laughs> that situation where we could talk. Um, and as he was saying, he thought that if we met together, it it was you know sign of we are committing, right? And in my mind, no, I'm just getting to know each other. <laughs> I'm just getting to know you, right? Uh, and so we had different uh, ways to to think about this whole you know thing that was happening, but we weren't communicating. That was the problem. Um, and so I was oblivious to what was going on in my mind, but I knew there was something happening. I, I didn't know what, and I didn't know why. And I felt this like hard um, wall, let's say, against you know in the middle of us, and and I couldn't like reach out to David because I was scared as well, right? Um, I was scared to be the one to to say like, hey, what's going on? Can we talk? Because um, I was, um, I don't know how to put it, but it was just scary. I didn't want to scare him away. I thought that if I said something, it felt like he was gonna, you know, uh, it was gonna scare him. And I didn't want to do that, but at the same time I needed to talk to him, but I was scared because I didn't want to be hurt, right? So, 
I was like freezing. I was frozen. Like I couldn't, I couldn't think of how to, you know, reach out to him and, and have a honest communication with him. Um, and so all throughout that we were together for a week, uh, you know, Christmas, and then we went on a trip together with my family and David to, um, to, for the new year party with, uh, in another city with another family. And all throughout that trip, that was in my mind. Like, I want to talk to you, but I can't because you don't let me. And, and, and I don't know if I should, because it feels like it's going to scare you away. Uh, and all throughout, we were trying to play it cool. Right. Uh, and try to just go through that trip as, you know, without any, anything happened, you know, just trying to make it through that trip basically. And then, um, yeah, we couldn't, it, it was just like blocked. <laughs> um, so it was, it was hard actually for me, cause I'm very used to being able to talk with my, with my friends, with my family. It's, it's very common for us to really confront each other in a good way. Like, what is going on? I feel that like there's something wrong. And I, I didn't feel that I could do that with David, right? So in my mind, I was trying to make him think, to make him comfortable with my family. I was trying to make things as comfortable for the both of us as we could, even though it was so awkward, <laughs> to be honest. It was very awkward. Uh, my sister had to be in the middle of us so that we could have we could have some social you know interaction without it being too heavy you know and so we were playing cards we were you know just not talking about the matching at all <laughs> about us like at all we were just playing cards uh, and trying to you know do tourism and and do anything but talking basically and so it was it was very hard. Um, to muster the courage basically to say, can we talk? Can we, you know, actually not, you know, uh, avoid this conversation? Um, yes. And so babe, you know, if you want to. Yeah, I could add. say that, that um, it was a big topic that, that uh, I wanted to, it was intentionally avoiding because uh, at that point there was some mind, um, expectations for myself that oh if I continue this conversation that means I'm committed and that this is this is a done deal or and then I have to decide for myself clearly before I continue a simple conversation which is nuts so like it's kind of like like delusional of, of of me expecting for me to have the answers to commit based with all the just the current information with but we didn't even talk about talk through everything so like so so I had this uh, uh impossible um expectations on myself to to ha know and have these decisions um while I was actively avoiding conversation <laughs> so it was just a, it was just a whole mind paradox like oh I need to decide to communicate but I need to communicate to decide and then I was like this uh, this my <laughs> fuses in my mind just exploded and I was like okay let's just Let's just uh, go with the flow and, and see how things turned out, and maybe we turn turn out, and then maybe we can we, we feel that magical spark, and then we'll we'll communicate, uh, which never happened. <laughs> but, uh, but it was very intentional that she created that uh, that opportunity and then that spark because I didn't really have anything, um, any, I didn't develop that skill, and uh, I didn't really develop or have that. Um, 
ability or habit of, of communicating intentionally in as deep as as you go with your with your family or friends mm -hmm. so yeah that, that was i'm really, really grateful because that had to come from you because i didn't really have that developed at the time so what happened was that literally the whole trip had been over basically and we had only talked once and that time was very awkward <laughs> and and so he was basically going to go back to america right and and we hadn't talked and i was like what was the point of this trip and i was so uh it was it was very conflicting conflicting for me and 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 i felt really frozen to to you know being honest i, I felt like i couldn't say anything but i needed to say something so some for some you know god-given sign <laughs> He got COVID. <laughs> he couldn't go back to America. <laughs> wow. Uh, which, yeah, that was basically God in the middle of it, for sure. <laughs> and, and God saying, this is not over for you. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Too. yeah. Wow. And so he had to stay two more weeks, right? Which weren't planned. And I was thinking, okay, this is the moment. <laughs> this is the time where we actually face, you know, whatever conversation we have been avoiding. And and we we... And, and this is like the second chance for sure, right? Um, and I I just wanted to add and clarify that when we decided to go to the to Brazil, right, and, and meet in Brazil, uh, we had both agreed that we were not gonna decide whether to commit or not during that trip. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I was never thinking about oh, I'm gonna commit to this person, right? But he thought because of the whole, you know. And then the holidays and everything and my family being there and everything, he thought, oh, if I talk to this person, I'm basically committing, right? So that was the the, the other thing that added, you know, the, the added layer that, that made it more complex and in his mind, because for me, it was like, oh, we're just going to be communicating, trying to get to know each other. Uh, so anyways, once he can't uh, travel, I... I said to him, okay, we need to talk. I've been avoiding this conversation for a long time. And uh, we need to do this right now because, you know, by this point, what what is the reason we're, we're here together, right? So we we had a... Adding, adding a side note to that, we, for some reason, I decided, oh, since we're in Brazil, let's speak only in Portuguese. <laughs> and that was not the language that we communicated in the beginning. And where I wasn't really able to express all uh, my feelings and ideas, and she wasn't able to express all her feelings and ideas in a specific debt with like vocabulary and words. Yeah. And I was like, "No, we're in Brazil. We need to speak Portuguese." And I spoke Portuguese very well, but but uh, uh, but not you don't speak that, that much Portuguese. No, but she, you can speak Portuguese to get by, but not yeah. like to get into a deep conversation. Exactly. Yeah. So that was also an, a very, very big conflict there that, not conflict, but barrier that we had. Because uh, when I, whenever I talked to him in English, he would just start replying to me in Portuguese. So I felt awkward, keep, you know, by, by keep talking in English. So I was like, okay, I need to talk in Portuguese. <laughs> And I can't. Um, I'm sorry. So, I'm like, I'm here like, why, David? Why? <laughs> yeah, I'm like. It was just mental. I was like, I'm looking back. I'm like cringing, cringing, cringing. Like, <laughs> like I was, I was just in a in a whole like different mental world. <laughs> it was just so annoying. I, I I get frustrated at myself all the time. So I just shut off. I was like, okay, this is too much. Let me stop existing for a second. 
yeah that was that was terrible uh and yeah we couldn't communicate also because that was a very big barrier I was like I don't know how to put the words in Portuguese right um so I I yes I forced that conversation I I you know made him go through this conversation in English of course because I couldn't do that in in Portuguese and we we had a, it was very good starting you know it was a started uh the, the first step let's say of of getting back to that flow of communication that was so great before um and this first conversation we were able to go through so many like misunderstandings misperceptions that we had had and really clarifying like oh this is what this meant for me and um no this is not my intention here you know and and really um it started opening up you know to um to each other and 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 really clarifying what this trip was for the both of us right in in our own minds and and it got us back to that virtual type of conversation and feeling where we were brother and sister that we could communicate very openly um and for me at least that how it felt I was like okay now we can go back to what we were it was before and we can uh <laughs> and we can start a conversation and in my mind I thought okay we have two more weeks that we can meet and actually you know hang out and and communicate and and get to know each other deeply um because we have more time but it didn't happen and that's where the other conflict happened right there and then um where after that first conversation he got sick so it was I knew that for a while we weren't going to meet right uh but after a week or so and and days were and days were getting by and 10 days and 12 days and he was completely ignoring me literally like even by message he wouldn't like reply uh and I was like at some point I was worried like are you alive even like what what is going on uh yeah it was it was hard uh that all that time I was like so mad at him because I thought we were going to be able to talk and hang out and and he wasn't and he was like oh I need more time because I'm still you know like feeling under the weather and 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 of course he did feel you know uh, sick a, a couple of days but then mm-hmm. but then he was actively ignoring me <laughs> and yeah. then I was actively like intent you know very mad at, at him and so um I was I was torn in between going out to his hotel and saying like, we need to meet right now. And, you know, you need to talk to me right now or just throw the whole thing, you know, the whole process away and be like, okay, I'm done with this thing because I can't, uh, I can't deal with, you know, you ignoring me. Um, And I was mad, but I was also hurt because in my mind, I think I wouldn't do this to anyone. Like I wouldn't not explain, oh, I need time or, 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 oh, I don't feel like this is the right thing. We should stop, right? In my mind, I couldn't do that to anyone. And and that feeling of uncertainty was, you know, uh, f- first of all, I don't deal with uncertainty. <laughs> it's awful. But for such a long time and not having any word um, uh, that David was, uh, wasn't was talk to, talking to me, uh, I was so, I was hurt. I was like, I, I didn't know why. I, I thought, oh, did I do something wrong, right? Yeah, no, but but it was um, me just circling around and trying to, in this vicious cycle of of oh, I need I need to know, I need to decide, and then and then I'm like, okay, this is too much. Like I can't decide. I don't know, and um, and saying like, oh, maybe maybe we should we should take a break or something uh, in my in my mind because I was like, 
I can't decide, I don't know. And then just in this constant loop. And um, by then I was like, we had not, we hadn't had that many conversations and, and I could initiate it. And she was not, uh, you know, not really want to push me too much or initiate it because I might make us uncomfortable. And then it was this this back and forth of of oh, oh, I initiate or you initiate or who initiates here, and um, I didn't really have the capability to do that because I was I was thinking like oh this is this is uh too much for me to to decide right now I need to uh, have some time right and then that time went from two days three days four days five days and then I was like oh, I can't decide and then and then at the time I was conflicted because our conversations weren't the same that we had in zoom and we're like oh you're a different person like i had a misconception of you based on our, our first conversations and i was like no you're just using a different language like of course she can't <laughs> of course we can't speak we need to we need to speak with the best language that we can communicate in. and i was english and i was like why <laughs> like i was just oh my god so looking looking back, there's of course we're not gonna have the same communications in depth because we're using different language, right? <laughs> and then um, so then that kind of that 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 concept was like was a uh, uh, in hindsight I'm look, looking looking back at it. So um, but yeah, I was a uh, that was that was a, uh, and then during that period of time, that's when I had a lot of uh, intentional conversations with a matching supporter, and just trying to to talk my feelings through. I was like, I finally told um, after so many days, like of, of just this constant loop, how I actually was feeling. I was like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling anxious. I'm being scared. I feel like I'm, I'm taking, a, I'm a too hard, too rushed. I'm being too, I'm rushing too much. I'm like, I'm, this is not what I'm used to. And um, so I needed to talk all those things through before I even got into a, the conversation again so so then um so that was a that was a really crucial time because i was uh overwhelmed as well mm -hmm. and and um yeah if, if it wasn't for you to, to to initiate the conversation um yeah i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't able to to do it at that point so i was extremely grateful that you're able to initiate the conversation yeah and you know at that point once once he had that conversation with his matching supporter the fact that i knew john was very it was key right because he was able to uh convey a little bit right of what david was going through and so um even though he wasn't talk to talking to me i wasn't in the dark completely right about what was going on so because of that i was able to have that empathy and and that you know and patience, right? To to see, okay, he needs to go through this time where he is digesting whatever he's feeling. Um, and I was I was trying to let him have that time, but then it was getting close to the time where he needed to go back to America and I wanted to move on to my vacation. Um and and I was getting, you know, I, I was still feeling hurt because I couldn't, I didn't know what was going on, right? all the way I just knew what John said to me and he, of course he wasn't going to say everything um so so John was basically mediating between us and trying to see trying to tell me like you know giving some you know room uh, he's you know dealing with some stuff uh, but he wants to communicate with you and 
And at some point I was like, okay, like, no, yeah, he either communicates or he don't, he doesn't. Um, I'm not, um, if we, if I keep waiting, right. Uh, what the, I can't wait all my life. Basically that was, that was my, my thinking. And, um, he, David had said to, to me through John that he was going to communicate. Right. And I was still waiting and it, it hadn't happened. So at some point I was like, tired and I wanted explanations right I was like I felt like I I was owed some explanations and you were of course yeah yes and um and so I I I talked to him like I I I basically what had what had to happen for me was um I just needed to think about what I needed and and really get my needs you know my my needs met uh and if and I needed to do it myself, right? Because I couldn't expect him to do it, right? So then I I talked to him directly, you know, um, Facebook Messenger, and I told him, like, you know, I need to make some decisions and I need to meet you to get these explanations so that I can make decisions unless you want me to just decide based on what has happened so far, right? Which it would be terrible because I don't know anything. <laughs> so... um. So he said, okay, let's meet. And we met. And then he explained all of this that he was going through. Um, and it was uh, it was very good for me to hear that, first of all, it wasn't me, you know, it wasn't uh, something that I had done. It was his own, you know, process. And 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 I was like, okay, uh, thanks, you know, thanks for your, you know, vulnerability and, and sharing all honestly with all, all of you have, all of what you have shared um so but then you know about us what's going on with us right you know because that was for me it was very clear that that was some issues that he needed to go through for himself you know his own individual growth and I was like um is this going to be something that you know is going to impact our matching process and should we just stop right now or do you want to keep communicating or not and and this is where my first communication process was very key, right? Because I was able to hear what David was saying be behind what, what he was saying, actually, right? To really understand what was going on. And at some point, he said to me, uh, I don't think I'm enough. I think that you're so ready and I'm not that ready. And, and I think you deserve better. And and for my in my mind, I said, I've heard this before. <laughs> and it was just an excuse not to grow, not to, you know, get to the same, you know, level of, of being ready. And and I said, you know, don't sugarcoat it. Don't, don't put it as if you were doing something honest to, you know, not honest, but not something nice to me and just say call it like what it is and you're just making excuses um that was insane that was so cool because <laughs> i was like oh my god like she saw through my bs <laughs> and i'm like like i was like no i'm a, i was like a little kid like, i don't want to grow i want to stay uncomfortable here i'm like i don't want to go to an unknown territory and just like just let me live my life in peace <laughs> and then you're like okay say that and don't right. say like oh you're too ready i'm not ready like i don't want uh, you, you should there's better people for you blah 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 mm -hmm. yeah yes and and also he i told him like you're putting me in this pedestal of perfection that i'm not at. you know i'm not perfect you know i may not have the same issues that you have and i'm, I'm i may be more ready in certain aspects but I'm a human being, right? I, I'm not perfect. So I told him, you know, you either 
you either are making excuses not to, you know, go through this matching process, right? Or you, you know, just continue with where you are and 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 whatever but don't put it on me don't put it on the fact that i'm too good for you or, or anything like that that for me didn't make any sense and i didn't like that um so i didn't let him get away with that basically <laughs> <laughs> and after that uh, after that i think that was the real time where we were able to go back to what zoom was and in, in communicating really you know openly and and you know being very honest about things and you know, we decided to keep communicating, but I did say to him, you know, this thing that happened in Brazil where you were ignoring me all this time can't happen ever again because <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to, um, I can't deal with this. You know, I need to know that you can talk to me about what's going on and and I'm not going to live my whole life with this kind of uh, relationship. And so, so he was good on his word for a long time <laughs> and and until and, and I, I told him like I know that you need to go through a lot of uh, you know change a lot of growth individually and I understand that that's not going to happen you know overnight so I understand that we are going to um, that this is gonna you know come up more and more right um, and I'm okay with that as long as you are okay with that and as long as you communicate with me right and so that was the first, that, that whole Brazil thing was the first time where we basically had to start becoming uh, a team in a way, right? We, where we needed to support each other. And, and from there, everything was going very smoothly again, right? We were, you know, I was on vacation, I was resting, everything was okay. And he, he came back to America and just like a month after that, this was like, January at the beginning of January right uh then at the end of February then that's when we started to have conflicts again <laughs> uh and it was the same thing right it was the same um situation at a deeper level but it was the same thing basically right where he was going through through some things and he wasn't confronting them with himself but he wasn't also communicating with me right um so we were going to that same exact situation where he was ignoring me <laughs> and I was like so done with that and I was telling and, and I told him like okay if if uh if I don't hear you know from you at, at by this point I'm basically gonna take that as we are you know that this communication process is over right um and that's when having the matching supporters again was very useful <laughs> um and they were able to to Communicate, sorry, communicate with David, um, and he was, um, yeah, he was going through some things. And my matching, I told my matching advisor, I think that this, I, this is not right, right? And and because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't, you know, angry or, or making decisions based on 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 being angry or anything like that. And I and I told her the whole situation, and she said, "No, I mean that's okay. You know, you're completely right. <laughs> like you can definitely uh, put those limits there." Uh, which was very, it was really good to hear that you know I wasn't rushing anything, and and I need and I needed to know that I had that right to to say those things. And she said, let me communicate with David and see whether, you know, what is going on and, and and let's see before you actually make a decision, right? And to add on to that, um, one of the worst advice that I that I received was like, oh, you should have a couple of matching processes to to 
that that uh, you need to have and like the first one never really goes through because you're you're and you, and you don't know yourself or the other person you know everything is uh on you know the fur the fur further on you need to have one or two under your belt and then you can you can get through a successful matching process and go through the blessing and the other one was like oh there's a lot more girls in the church and then boys and then you can have we can have our pick or you can just cycle through and see which one's the best for you that's this is this nonsense this is like uh so messed up so then that 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 was that was a really 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 um something that i had to just uh work through through conversations through expressing my feelings and through working through talking through my feelings so then adding to 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 your part that that was i was going through all of that through conditions and through like personal growth to be more marriageable um, and then to join with another human being to build a life together so then that was a very important time for me and that and she was gracious enough to have that patience and and to have uh, you went through something similar in, in your first matching process and um so you're able to 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 grow and, and see from a bigger perspective and uh i was i was i didn't really know what was going on and, and uh and i was really like, very grateful for your patience to to wait through that because uh that's that had to be done earlier or later yeah but again as as our matching supporters were mediating i for the second time i was like this can't be a life, you know, I can't, we can't have, you know, arguments where you ghost me basically. And, <laughs> and my, and our matching advisors are uh, talking on our behalf. So uh, I told him like, okay, this is, you know, this can't happen ever again. Like for sure. If, if, if this comes to happen ever, ever again, I, I really can't, you know, commit myself to, to share my life with you because I need to know that you can talk through the problems that you're having uh, and, and, you know, also, you know, I want to be there for you if I can. Right. So, so we went through that period where he was, um, on a condition, uh, individually. Right. Um, and, and he shared afterwards, uh, what was going on with him. Right. And, and, and I was, and I told him again, like, okay, this was a, a you problem, a, a, something that a you responsibility <laughs> kind of thing. And that's totally fine what was going on why is going on with us right what what and so by that point I was like okay we are close to the five months so let's just get ready to decide right so then I said let's do a, a 21 day condition where we are actively intentionally communicating to decide right and so we were talking every day doing kundoke and and then just asking questions um about you know things that had uh, that were there for us to finally decide right and so all throughout that month it was amazing that the what what we were able to to share um and um yeah in that month of condition i shared some written poems that i had um they were my thoughts basically my thoughts and feelings and and fears i was uh, and i was feeling very and also my hurt, you know, and I was sharing all of that with him. Um, that was huge. That was that that like tore all my walls down and saw that, oh, she's like dead serious about 
about her life, where she wants to go, and as and she wants to share that life with me, with if it was not me, with you know anybody. But she is intentional, so that that was that broke down the walls. <laughs> And the reason I did that was because I was thinking I want him to communicate with me. I want I want him to share who he is with me, but I realized I was keeping some things for me as well because I was I was scared as well to to be hurt, uh, to be rejected, or or even to share who I was and then be abandoned, right? So that was my main uh, conflict that I needed to go through during that time uh, that that I needed to overcome that fear of rejection and and abandonment and. That was where, you know, my connection with God was very important because I knew I could trust that even though, even if this process, you know, didn't get through the blessing, I knew that God is there and is waiting and it is has his mind set on me getting my, you know, spouse eventually, right? So I knew that even if I shared all this, you know, very vulnerable, you know, feelings, um, and even if he said no, right, it, it didn't matter because, you know, we're still brother and sister, you know, that that's, uh, that's okay. And then I, I can still meet my spouse eventually. So I, I had to go through that, um, overcoming these fears and share with him this, you know, and expose myself basically. And it was so, uh, <laughs> it was awful, but it was amazing at the same time to be able to do that and, and not feel scared because I knew that I was loved basically, right? My, my feeling loved wasn't depending on he accepted me, right? Because I knew I was loved and, and I was able to share that with him. Um, and and that allowed him to share who he was and his fears and his emotions. And through that, we, you know, after that condition, that period, we were able to to intentionally and, you know, point blank ask each other, like, do you want to commit to me and share your life with me? And, you know, we said yes, yeah. <laughs> eventually. But it was, it was, it was uh, also crucial. It was also incredible that you brought up the idea just to set a date to mm -hmm. decide mm -hmm. yes or no, yes or no, not yes or maybe, because I was getting like, oh, maybe, 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 maybe. And then I was like, you're like, uh, a maybe is a no. <laughs> so let's just be clear here. So that at the, at the day, if there was any feelings of like maybe or, or not, that was a no. And we should just accept that and, and then move on. Mm. Yeah. And Something else that that happened to me during this thinking about whether we said we would say yes to each other was that I was thinking about David and I was thinking about all the things that we had gone through, right? This this conflicts, this this uh all of the all of that matching process, that journey that we had gone and and I was thinking, why should I say yes, right? And and it was very hard for me to come to the decision of saying yes, actually, because because of all those conflicts, right? Um, it was hard for me to see like, oh yes, I want to be this person. I want to be with this person, right? And the way I was able to get to a yes was, you know, taking out all of these conflicts, all of the the uh, situations that we had gone through. Uh, behind all of that, I knew that David was an amazing person, right? And that was the first thing that had caught my my attention when I talked to him. The fact that he was so open, so honest, and and he was willing to change to improve himself, and and he had, you know, we shared the same vision in terms of what we wanted to to have as a family and and our blessings, and and we were, uh, and everything felt very compatible, except you know when when 
we weren't talking, right? And so in it was it was hard because I was thinking, okay, why should I say yes? But then at the same time, why should I say no, right? Because I felt like, you know, uh, it felt like it definitely could have been David, right? But I was putting a lot of, uh, all of my fears to just, maybe to justify basically to say no, right? But once I was confronted with the question um, and... And I had to talk with my mom, with my sister, <laughs> so many times about okay, but why am I? What am I getting from David? That was my question. And what what am I getting from with, with from David? And and my sister was like, "What do you mean? <laughs> he's he's really a good person. Um, you know, he he's kind. He's all of this. He, and and she was saying, but you said yourself that this is David and that you liked him. And why 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 are you doubting now? And that was." Um, I realized I was I was just you know justifying um and my fears right and 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 also I was coming about that decision in a very like selfish way right because matching and then the blessing it shouldn't be just about who what do I get right and by that point I was able to I really loved David by that point as a brother right but I I really wanted him to be happy and and to the best for him and. Um, and I was very fond of him. And so I was, but, but my questioning was, what am I getting? Right. And I wasn't seeing everything that David was and, and everything that I was getting because I was trying to justify my fears. Um, so yeah, I needed to, to take my ego down, take, you know, uh, my fears down. And, and I was able to, to realize that, you know, David had come through in so many situations, even though we had our conflicts, we were able to overcome them. And the fact that we were having these type of situations as brother and sister, even though we weren't committed to each other, for me, it was crazy. Like who, you know, what person would actually go through this? They, you know, most people would say, okay, I'm done with this. <laughs> Why should I, you know, go through these conflicts with, with you? Like what, who are you to me? Right. Because we're just like strangers basically. So um yeah just noticing that was a, a, a very important thing and the fact that you know again David was so open um and and so willing to share who he was when confronted <laughs> uh but but no he he was amazing and and yeah it, it felt very natural to say yes and and not think about oh there could be somebody else better right because I think that's something that people go through as well like Oh, but what if I say yes to this person and I'm, and there's someone better there? And I and then I realized that I was thinking that way. And that's so that's so messed up too. It's like, you know, you could you could make this work, right? With David. You know that you can make it work because you have gone through so many conflicts already together. Like, why would you want to go through a whole process again with somebody else when you already know this person and that you can go through all these conflicts together and 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 yeah, David had basically proved himself so many times, right? And and actually resolve the conflicts, not just like okay, let's we, we can still live together and not resolve these conflicts. Mm-hmm. We, you went through them, dig down deep into the core of the problem, and um, resolved them. Yeah. So then, once once we were able to do that, we felt very secure to continue. Yeah. I was dealing through a lot of personal growth things with sexual integrity to just being integral uh, uh, integrity in my life in general and being intentional with my life. 
so that was my personal side of growth. So I was very indecisive. And, and then when, when this day, well, leading up to this day of decision, I had, uh, I, I made a clear list of attributes that I needed from a spouse that I wanted a spouse. And she filled out all those perfectly. And um sp uh, aligning spiritually um mentally um intellectually and um yeah i was just i was just unsure on the romantic aspect because we were we we uh we were very careful not to be romantically involved in the beginning to kind of cloud our judgment of uh making sure that we see everything that uh red flags and all those different steps of the matching handbook um so that was, it just came to a point where I was like, okay, I need to make this crystal clear. Does she fit all these requirements? Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's just, and then that, that was a clear yes. Let's, uh, let's, um, it's time to decide uh, for, for myself. And um, setting that date was very important because I would want to postpone it and postpone it and postpone it until I was, you know, sure in my ways but that that, that was never going to happen because i was always like what if this what if that what about what about this what about that did she fulfill the romantic aspect afterwards oh yes absolutely because, <laughs> because yeah it's just it's just it's just so crazy and unknown because you never i was like oh we uh, I'll, I'll probably never like have that romantic aspect or something that was something that was going in my mind because um that was the thing that was missing but how could we if we're not you know uh, committed committed right we needed that foundation to then to then um build that and that's built intentionally with the decision to do that it doesn't come out of on a cloud but like like in the movies you just have that magical lightning spark or something and then you're in love that's that's all fantasy well that's just basically physical attraction exactly. mainly right and we were looking for something deeper and then you know physical attraction was going to come eventually and that's something i was sure of but uh um it definitely felt a bit weird because we weren't really like in love or anything right uh and it, it felt a bit robotic but then it was all intellectual and spiritual right at the beginning but then you know once we had decided that we were going to commit uh, that was like the the last let's say wall that in our hearts basically that we had to take down in order to um for our emotions to be able to flow for each other because you know as second generation we are taught you know you can't have boyfriend you can't have girlfriend you can't you know engage in whatever right and all of these things that are are um, before the matching right and so we both had you know locked our hearts very strongly basically in order not to do that um so then it was hard to open them back up and and, and having that decision was the thing that we needed like the key right in order to to really um have that uh, ability to you know the, to do the romantic aspect let's say because love was flowing as brother and sister but then that was able to turn into like spouse and and, and yeah spouse and spouse uh eventually right it, it took time it was gradual but it was uh it was there happening and out of nowhere at some point we were like oh i, I actually do love you <laughs> and, uh, and yeah this and, came uh yeah, this 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 was uh after one of her poems. We we 
we went on another miscommunication later on as well and um and then we we were able to share even more deeply a little bit more on the emotional aspect of like and then um you showed me a, a very beautiful poem um don't we don't have it now now or anything but but it was a uh, it, it touched my heart in in a in a more profound way and i was like i was like in a in a more deeper way and it, it started like going into that emotional like pull like we had a really good spiritual and intellectual foundation to then be able to go into the next level mm -hmm. so then oh. that's kind of where it started and i was like i was like oh my god this is possible <laughs> uh so so you it sounds like your conflicts uh although were really hard and it could have seen as a red flag they were a really great opportunity to go deeper and sure. every time that you went through that conflict you guys went deeper right mm -hmm. and yeah. of course like as you had said you maybe were not the cause of the conflict, mm -hmm. those conflicts were the key points in your matching process, right? So mm -hmm. even let's say you have a perfect matching process that you didn't have any conflict, that doesn't mean that uh, it was good, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yes. So I it's just thinking about my life and sometimes I, I blame Robert for being the one who creates conflict in our relationship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, but... Uh, I'm actually grateful for that, right? Like mm -hmm. he, uh, either like is it personal or as a couple? Even personal conflicts helps as a couple to grow yeah. more, right? So yeah, it's a very full story. I have so many more questions and comments, but I know that we're on time. Uh, yeah. So I want to give you the opportunity to share like your your last thoughts and any advice that you have for any person who is single or in the matching process um, and you like, oh, or even to yourself uh, a year later before, like what do you, what do you wish you knew? Um, yeah, any final thoughts? I can, oh, sorry. No, go okay, um, there's, there's this in, in the front of my head is the building intentional relationships, building intentional friendships coming from yourself. Like, um, begin your journey of living intentionally and build intentional friendships with and build intentional mentorships, um, find a mentor or find, uh, take that first step of being intentional with your relationships, who you're with, who, and, and, and influences around you. So I think that was a uh, huge and um, that I wanted to know a little earlier that I, that I, I think that would, that would help me a lot earlier. Yeah. And um, one thing that I wanted to add, I guess, was just that, you know, you make the person, you know, right for yourself. Mm -hmm. You make uh, the matching process work for your vision, right? Um, and so that's why basically I wanted to end with like I was saying before I, I didn't know how to decide or or I, I wasn't sure about yes or no I knew through our matching process that I could work everything out with David right because we had had that happen before and so just knowing that felt like 
this is a no-brainer. This is the right person for me because we have made right for each other. We we had made ourselves uh, right for each other in a way. We were able to um, learn how to love each other, learn how to be there for each other throughout our matching process, right? So just, you know, if doubts come in your way when you're trying to decide, just think it's, you know, is this the right person for me? It's not the best question sometimes. It's like, um, it's, am I right for this person? Are we right for each other, right? It's not just about me. It's about each other, right? And, and the relationship. Wanted to highlight what she said because my concept was there's a perfect person for you. And that was a misconception that I had. You make the perfect person for yourself through intentional building brick by brick relationship from a, a yeah yeah foundation up yeah i think that that's such a key point uh and i want to maybe add up on mm-hmm. that on that uh point um that i think the red flags that we need to look at when we're in the matching process and communicating is seeing if the other person is flexible to accommodate mm-hmm. with me right? Mm-hmm. Are we are we both willing? Are we both accommodating on the aspects, right? So, but someone, for example, can have a very big trauma in something that you need that person to change or to, mm-hmm. to, to accommodate. And they, that might be like, okay, I cannot do this. I'm not ready, right? And that's okay. But when you are going through drag conflicts and that's where conflicts are so important, right? You go through those conflicts and you are like, like touching each other's wall, as you're saying, and seeing, can we put this somewhere else? Can we, uh, can, can we fit with each other? Right. It's like a puzzle. Can our, yeah. our pieces fit together? Or if they don't fit together, are we willing and capable of yeah. changing the shape of these pieces so they actually fit together, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 yeah, sometimes that kind of happened, right? Like your first process, yeah. Araceli, it mm-hmm. just didn't fit and the other yeah. person wasn't capable to change yeah. their pieces, right? Yeah. Uh, but in, the, in your case, uh, with David, you both, although hard, and although it took some time and with the struggle, you guys were able to shape your pieces so they can actually fit. So yeah. that's amazing. And uh, as well, like as David said, it's his point. You need to work on yourself. Like mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. process of changing this, the pieces, it's not only about changing the pieces so I can accommodate to this person. It's about like my own personal growth, right? And even before the matching process, throughout the matching process, and mm-hmm. the blessing in general. Yeah. The moment you stop growing yourself, or the moment you get stuck, then the pieces won't uh, fit because they're both dynamic, right? Yeah. Yes. So yeah, that's, that's a very big thing. I just need, I wanted to add one more thing is that my personal growth process was uh, a lot to do with sexual integrity. Mm-hmm. And and that was something I needed to deal with as an individual to then go um to and then that that came out in the matching process as well a lot more deeper and then that was a clear red flag in 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 our matching process a red flag for me as well like I wouldn't want to be in a in a have that uh, those habits in a in a blessed life and you also made that very clear that's a red flag and uh, 
are you willing to to give that habit up and and change that habit and i was like yes i am willing and then that's kind of how we continued our matching process yeah i do uh, i do <laughs> i do <laughs> you want to say anything <laughs> um maybe just to add to that for context as as well yeah i had um before I had also my sexual integrity journey, right, where I was uh, dealing with my uh, unwanted sexual habits, and I was able to deal with them, overcome them. And then um, I went through that process. Um, so yeah, I was able to to talk with David about it. Um, and just to give him the room in order to for him to overcome them um himself because i think it's a very individual thing that you know it's one it's, it's very you know specific to our individual growth but it can impact everything right yeah. um so just being able to work through that in a way and 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 just be there supporting you know his process um sometimes sometimes we want to you know uh solve everything right but with now everything is it's ours to do and then sometimes it's just individually and then um yeah having the the space to do that it's it's what it's important that you create uh through your matching process maybe because that's the best foundation again then for the blessing right um so yes just to to finalize like it may feel awkward it may feel like weird or, or not really smooth but then then you you already worked that out and then in the blessing that doesn't happen <laughs> and there are other conflicts but you have overcome this before and then for the blessing you know how to work out conflicts because you have created that dynamic throughout yes. your matching process yes i do <laughs> Great. Thank you. Thank you, Araceli. Thank you, David, for Thank you, uh, being here. Thank, Thank you, Karina. everyone, for listening to the until the end. You guys are great. I hope to see you next time in the next episode. And yeah, see you next time. Thank you. See you. Thank you. See you. <laughs>